What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and most importantly, the queen of soft style. Here with you once again, again, your host of the Hashtag Miranda Show, which is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yes, serving looks, serving looks, serving looks. Uh, and joining me as thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Is my producer, co-host. The kingpin of the chairshot.com, the unstoppable one, the king of shit takes, the Reverend Greg DeMarco. Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? Nope. No one's fucking with you. It's really me. I'm here. I'm pressing buttons, having fun, doing the old make sure the show's recording thing that I always do a couple minutes in every show. It is. Yep. We're, we're safe. We're in the safe right. zone. We're not in the danger zone. We're in the safe zone. Safe zone. Uh, so this week on the Hashtag Miranda Show, I am excited for this topic uh, because, well, we are in October. Halloween is coming up very soon. It's one of my favorite holidays of the year. And I realized, you know what? I have not talked about Halloween at all. So this week's show is going to be combining uh, elements of Halloween with something that we have not done on this show before, but you may have heard this format on the Greg DeMarco show, and that is the list. You just made the list. Yeah, you're basically ripping us off. And I'm okay yes. with that. Obviously, because yeah, here I am. I mean, I don't have any say in this shit. We all know how that works. That is true. I decided to. Miranda's abusing her power, the power of attorney that we both have over each other, and allowing and, and, and copying the list. And you know what? I'm down. I'm down with well, it. Well, I feel like this is – it's a very me list in talking oh, yeah. about, you Absolutely. know – and this is not just Halloween itself. We're going to be focusing on horror movies. This was generated by a few different things that happened. One was I watched uh, Halloween Ends uh, just the other day on Peacock. And uh, on another random note, I was dyeing my hair earlier tonight. And, of course, the rich red color I always do. And when I was washing it out, a sea of red just came all over my tub like blood. Um, and so it really made me think of, you know, some of my favorite horror movie spots or, um, just, you know, lots, lots of blood. So why, why not, uh, talk about horror movies? We'll go more into detail about the structure of the list, the rules of the list, all of that a little bit later on. So hold on tight and we'll get there. But before we do that, you know, it's that time of the show where we talk about Impact Zone Wrestling IZW Wanted Dead or Alive is coming up in just a few weeks, less than a month away. 
Saturday, November 12th at the new location, the Horny Toad in Glendale, Arizona. And there are two big announcements that have just recently come out uh, in regards to uh, some things that are going to be happening at Wanted, Dead or Alive. The first one was just revealed about a day ago, and IZW Commissioner Derek Montilla had teased a new championship uh, back at Cycle Circus that was going to be, uh, a, I guess, awarded, earned, uh, won. Uh, presented and won really at Psycho um, Circus at uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. And Commissioner Montilla took to social media and announced the new championship, uh, which will be um, fought over at Wanted Dead or Alive. And he proudly revealed the new championship. It is the 3D Sports Fighting Championship. Um, so we will crown the first ever 3D sports fighting champion at Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Uh, to quote our dear commissioner, whoever holds this championship holds a tremendous amount of power. Uh, so that's kind of a, a tease to you know what to expect for the fighting championship. Um, a very big deal for this brand new championship in IZW. All the other championships that have been revealed so far have been existing championships from the company's past. And this is the first one in really, you know, quite some time. Uh, and it's a beautiful looking belt. You can go check out IZW social media page to view uh, Commissioner Montilla's video in which he showcases the new fighting championship belt. Uh, but Greg, kind of talk us to tell us more about this new championship um, and even the partnership, of course, with 3D Sports Cards and Collectibles and any other kind of details that you may be able to share uh, about this championship. I know, again, you are very you know, dear friends with uh, Commissioner Derek Montilla, so maybe, maybe you could... Uh, share some some news he's maybe told you well i will i'll go in order so for starters um the the partnership is very exciting with with 3d sports they've been great uh this event actually marks um a year with with 3d sports so i'm super excited about that as they've really taken over as the title sponsor for all of our events and uh and and super excited for that and some things that we can do Moving forward as we look to the next year and, and, and the opportunity to have a championship being sponsored by them is something that's been in the works for a while to incorporate it with the fighting championship. I'm, I'm very, very excited about that too. As, uh, as Miranda said, um, and, and what Derek said in his promo is that whoever holds a championship does hold a great deal of power. And, and that has led to some speculation. Um, a lot of the, the, the closest speculation, not the closest, but the, the biggest bit of speculation I've seen is, is people thinking in terms of the X Division Championship, where the champion can, you know, exercise Austin Aries' famous option C and, and cash in that title for a title opportunity. I can tell you that is not um, what will be happening with That'd the cool. 3D Sports Fighting Championship. All I will tell you is, is yes, what Derek said, that the person who holds that championship does hold a great deal of power, um, is that... I have scoured in my research. I've had other people scour in their research. And I'm pretty sure this is one of the maybe, I don't know. This is one of the few things in pro wrestling that I cannot see anywhere has actually been done before. I couldn't find any evidence of the format we use for Psycho Circus for that match having been done before. Obviously, something like Monster Look, that's been done before by plenty of people and continues to be and will be, and it's an accepted part of pro wrestling. I cannot find any evidence that what this championship entails has been done in professional wrestling. It's not funny. It's not anything like that. Like, it is a serious, real championship. It will be competitive and competed as such, but there's an element to it that I cannot find has been done with any championship. And, and if that turns out to be the case... And and I continue to not be able to find that, then it'll be another, you know, thing that I am proud of and something that I'm excited for for IZW. But what that is, as Derek indicated, and how that person will be crowned, you'll have to be there live at the Horny Total November 12th at Wanted Dead or Alive to see who will leave with this championship. And 
the power that goes along with it. Well, it will be very interesting to see what will happen uh, and learn more about the 3D Sports Fighting Championship uh, and the future for it, um, especially for 2022. So uh, keep posted, everyone. Make sure you stay tuned to social media and get your tickets for Wanted, Dead, or Alive. Another big announcement that was made uh, specifically earlier today was a change of plans mm-hmm. uh, for a anticipated tag team match that was already announced previously um, for the VIP tag team match. It was announced that Jin Zivani and Chris Nasty were going to be facing Gypsy Mac and Dante King. Unfortunately, recently, uh, Chris Nasty had suffered a uh, injury at another wrestling show and is out of action for pretty much an undetermined amount of time. Um, he will be needing surgery, uh, so uh, we will um, see how long he may be out. Um, and so that put him out of action for this VIP tag team match. Um, however, and kind of a you know interesting twist, as we know our beloved IZW commissioner, Derek Montilla, offered Chris Nasty a, a different opportunity. Um, so to preface this is I, unfortunately, will not be able to attend Wanted, Dead or Alive due to another commitment. Um, so upon that, uh, Commissioner Derek Montilla offered Chris Nasty the opportunity to be the live event host for Wanted Dead or Alive. So he will be assuming my duties as announcer and host, and he will be the person kind of uh, going leading the flow of, of the event. Um, and so the uh, tag team VIP tag team match will still be happening. However, right now it's listed as a mystery partner so we don't know who will be uh filling in for him in the tag team match but we know who'll be filling in for me and that is chris nasty um so greg too can i share a little bit too about uh you know your thoughts commissioner montilla's thoughts on offering chris nasty kind of a unique opportunity um to become the live event host for wanted dead or alive so like you said you weren't able to be there for you know a non-wrestling commitment and and that opened up some doors and some opportunities and with this injury to Chris Nasty now Chris Nasty made his debut in IZW at Cool Town Clash 2 along with Jin Savani actually had two um two two performances that night and and was uh, impressed the hell out of everybody to be fully transparent with you and and we were very excited about that and excited about his future and their future in IZW and then this happens a week or two later um, you know, in, in California, completely unrelated. Um, and, and that's, you know, the inherent risk that comes in pro wrestling. Uh, it was broken, found out later he'd have to have surgery and wanted to do like, like, what do we do? I mean, there's a possibility of, of, you know, replacing them completely and, and not doing that. There's a possibility of having him manage. And it's like, well, where can we really be unique and different and, and give him a platform where he can continue to engage with the IZW family and, set himself up for when he's able to come back because this was going to be their first show in front of the, the, the typical ICW family fan base outside of Coolidge. So, um, you know, go back and forth. And, and then the idea hit me, you know, we have two different needs separately. We have a ring announcer who can't be there and we have a person who needs a role and that we want to give a role to because they deserve that despite the fact they can't wrestle. So you need fill a need. Next thing you know, Chris Nasty is going to make his announcing debut as the live event host for Wanted Dead or Alive in November. It's going to be another unique aspect of this event that I'm excited about. Um, and, and I think it'll be a lot of fun to see how he does and, and what he does with it. So get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now... Okay, there we go. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I definitely wish Chris Nasty all the best of luck in his debut as live event host for Wanted, Dead, or Alive. I think he'll be making a great host for the event. I am very appreciative um, of 
uh, you know, him stepping in for me. Uh, and also, I think the crowd will probably see a different side for Chris Nasty that they haven't seen before. And for some, this will be the first time they ever see Chris Nasty. So I think it'll be, um, you know, a, a great experience for him. Very interested to see who Jin Savani's tag team partner will be for the VIP tag team match against Gypsy Mac and Dante King, too. That remains to kind of be a pretty big um, you know, gap as well, uh, because she's really going to have to, you know, kind of at a moment's notice, uh, work with, you know, somebody on the spot compared to Gypsy Mac and Dante King, who have worked together, traveled together, trained together, and will have, you know, probably very good chemistry. Um, so that will be something that Jen Savani will really have to overcome possibly, but that all remains to be seen. Um, so again, that is for the VIP, uh, event, uh, VIP doors open at 5, um, PM. I do believe that VIP front row is sold out. So keep that in mind. There still are VIP tickets left available. No, there's no VIP tickets left available as, as front row VIP is sold out. Um, as usual, we tend to get requests and stuff after mm. it sells out. So if you have a need, um, I would recommend reaching out to us via our social media channels, via message that way, or our email address, icwwrestling at gmo.com. We can see what we can do to accommodate. However, technically VIP is sold out. Oh. So if we can do something, okay, VIP. we always try to accommodate. We always do our best to figure it out, but, um, we yeah, have the last of the tickets are gone for VIP. Yeah. Well, that means... You got to get your tickets now for Wanted, Dead or Alive. You can visit IZWWrestling.com for ticket information. You can also visit IZW on social media at IZWWrestlingAZ. And that way you can have access to the event bright link so you can get your tickets now. Again, we are less than a month away, even though we are now at a bigger venue at the Horny Toad in Glendale. That means that there's more seats available and more people or more tickets that people are going to buy. So, again, make sure to get your tickets uh, before they possibly sell out. So you don't want to miss out on the last IZW show of 2022, the first cage match uh, of IZW. So and much, much more the debut of the 3D Sports Fighting Championship title. And again, much, much more at Wanted, Dead, or Alive. So go ahead, visit IZWWrestling.com and IZWWrestlingAZ on social media for ticket information, talent and match announcements, coupon codes, all of that, and much, much more. You're correct. You're absolutely right. At IZWWrestlingAZ, general admission is all that's left. It has gone surprisingly quick with general admission. I don't know if it's the new venue, the new location. Um, there's been a lot of new people that have been, you know, buying tickets of names that I haven't seen before. And I see all of them as they come through. So, um, yeah, could be a good time. Could be lots of, of, you know, there with a lot of your closest friends. There is food and drink available, which is, is you know, we've, we've always had food vendors, but this is a full service venue. Yeah. So, we, we you know, alcohol is, is, is an all ages event. You know, family, friends, everybody, any age can come. You must be 21 or older to purchase alcohol. Food will be available as well, so get out there. Get your order in. Enjoy the event. Um, there will be some things going on at the Horny Toad after the event as well and potentially uh, an opportunity to just save some money on, on food and drink after the event too. So stick around for that. More details will be forthcoming over the next four weeks before the event takes place. And, yeah, it's going to be a grand old time. So, at IZW Wrestling AZ, IZWWrestling.com. Grab a ticket, bring some friends. It's going to be a good one. I mean, it always is, but that's the promoter side of me talking. But it's going to be good. But it is true. It's good. It's going to It's gonna be good. Uh, now, if you are looking to possibly wear some new duds at IZW Wanted Dead or Alive, then I have a recommendation for you. Uh, but in order to share that, uh, Greg, go ahead, do me a favor, and wind it up. It's time! Yes, it is indeed time for you to visit 
prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirt today. When you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find a ton of different t-shirt designs for both IZW and the chair shot.com. For IZW, you can find the Arizona's Best logo, the IZW World Order logo, the IZW Linear t-shirt, the IZW Japanese style, so, so much uh, more at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Also, if you are not able to come to Wanted Dead or Alive but still want to support IZW, you can pick up your t-shirt and that way you rep IZW wherever you go. But again, if you're going to be there at Wanted Dead or Alive, I recommend picking up a new t-shirt. You can look at the Pride t-shirt, uh, the Arizona Territory t-shirt, and much, much more. Also, while you're there, you can pick up your very own ChairShot.com t-shirt. My personal favorites are the ChairShot OG logo, as well as my t-shirt, the Queen of Soft Style shirt. But there's so much more available, like the uh, unofficial official t-shirt of Patrick O'Dowd, the hashtag say tag team wrestling, suck it nerd, Baron Corbin sucks, everybody hates Greg. And wow, multiple always use your head t-shirts, chair shot worldwide. And that is just a small list of all of the t-shirts that are available at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Don't forget that you can customize your t-shirts by ordering them in different styles and different colors. And yes, you know what I'm going to say. You can order any t-shirt in soft style. What are you waiting for? Literally, run, don't walk. Not literally to there, because that's all the way in Chicago. But <laughs> go and visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick your up your very own IZW and chair shot t-shirts today. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. We are back on the hashtag Miranda show. I teased it earlier, but this week we got a non-wrestling topic for you. Uh, so if you were looking for some pro wrestling talk, uh, go somewhere else. There's lots of, there's literally. You can listen to the Greg DeMarco show where we were, get this, uh-huh. fair and balanced. Fair and balanced where we said what was good and bad about both WWE and AEW. We were fair at the front and door balanced this week on the, on, on the hashtag Greg DeMarco show on the, Greg on the hashtag Greg show. also very sad and disappointed since, you know, we're going to have like three weeks off of, of your show here in the next coming three weeks that we didn't get a, you're goddamn right. As part of the, the, the ad read that we've been getting. Well, uh, you know, I got to throw those in. A little bit selectively, you know. So God when I come back and do. yeah, exactly. Then that has the meaning. Uh, yes, r- real quick. Uh, I will be on a three-week hiatus uh, starting next week. Um, I will be taking some time off uh, for my honeymoon. 
so I'll be traveling for my honeymoon um, and then having another commitment on that third week. Uh, so I'll be back in November. Uh, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll share all about the honeymoon and everything that happened in those weeks um, afterward. But that's also why I wanted to make sure that we talk about Halloween this week because this is my last chance uh, to talk True. about that before you know the end of the month. So I am stoked on being able to do that. Uh, but again, if you want some wrestling stuff, go listen to the Greg DeMarco show and the other podcasts on the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. 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 Always use your head. Now, the format that we're going to be using to talk about Halloween movies is the list. You now, just made the list. If you listen to the Greg DeMarco show, you may be familiar with this format. But, Greg, if you're not familiar with this format, for those listeners who are not, can you please explain a little bit about what the hell this list is and what we do with it and how we put it together? I love the list. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. The list has been so much fun for Patrick and I. It's just that. We're just making a list. Now, it has this caveat, okay? It is not a top six. It is not a Mount Rushmore it is literally just a list, and there's two parts to the list. Number one, after Miranda reveals what the category is, we will then get a list of six items of whatever this item is. We will take turns. So Miranda chose the list, so I would go first, and I would put one item on the list, and then she would put number two, I put number three, all the way down to number six. Then after we've established our six things on the list, we then rank them. And so since it's Miranda's category, she would pick number one. I would pick number two, she'd pick three, all the way down to number six. So we develop our six items, then we put them in the order, and then we can say to you six things, hey, congratulations. You just made the list! And that, my friends, is the list. Shut your dumb mouth! Yeah, buddy. Right. So, the very first list on the Hashtag Miranda Show, and we are going to be focusing on horror movies. Uh, so whatever horror movie we want to put on this list, it doesn't have to be a specific genre. It does not mean it has to be, uh, a series or a franchise. Uh, it doesn't have to be a specific type. It's just horror movies, period. Those are pretty, pretty wide range. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to be surprised by what, uh, we, you know, we pick, but you know, this is the, uh, time of year where horror movies are abundant uh, on all of your streaming networks. Of course, you know, that a lot of the, you know, classic uh, traditions that people do, you know, revolve around watching horror movies uh, around this time of year. Uh, and so I, I watch them year round, but again, the abundance of what's available just comes up in the month of October, which gets me so excited. Uh, and again, this uh, came about after watching Halloween ends the other night, which I liked. I know there's been some polarizing views um, on on social media about people who liked it, people who didn't. You know, it, it is, um, you know, especially after 30 years of Halloween, there's always this lingering feeling of, is it really over? But it does feel like a very definitive end um in the best the best way to me you know um there there's scenes i mean spoiler alert you know things are so done that someone goes through a car compactor uh and you see all of the all of the pieces in there uh you know, so it looks pretty definitive but again you know who who knows there's been there's been crazier yeah, you things you just never know with horror movies. you just never know but uh i Again, there's so I, I want to watch the new Hellraiser uh, movie as as well. There's so many things I want to to watch. But anyways, off topic. So Greg, let's get rolling with this list as you mentioned because I picked the topic. You get the first pick. Exactly. So I get the first pick, and I decided to go deep into um in, into when I first saw this movie, and I did not see it when it first came out. But when I first saw this movie, I was afraid to walk down a hallway after seeing this movie 
as as a young child. Um, and and because in the movie there's a hallway scene and a moving TV and all this stuff, and that is Poltergeist mm. for me. Like like the first horror movie that I saw that I remembered that definitely had a lasting impression on me. I still think about the movie if I go down a long dark hallway. Um, I'm not afraid, but. I still think about the movie. So the first thing I'm going to put on the list is Poltergeist. That's a really good one. I was actually just watching clips of Poltergeist the other week. I love that visual with the TV and the static. Like Mm -hmm. that is super trippy, super trippy. Oh yeah. Um, And and it it is like that movie is definitely, and there's a lot of them that are trippy and creepy and I got a creepy one on my potential list here. So yeah, we'll see. I, gosh, there's so many to pick from, but, um, as I was going through one that really stuck in my head and maybe I shouldn't start with this one, but I am, um, is cabin in the woods. And this is the horror movie in which it highlights every horror movie archetype in existence. Uh, because of the fact that it's kind of a meta film, uh, acknowledging that, um, you know, all these archetypes exist, but they exist on purpose because there is this deep, dark conspiracy of, you know, uh, essentially these types of evil things have to happen to subdue these gods um, and prevent the world from collapsing in and of itself. Uh, so I, I love the scene when all of the horror movie archetypes end up getting released and causing chaos. And it just like it's, it's poking fun of itself, but not in an absurd way, like scary movie. It's just one of those ones where it acknowledges, like, why do people make poor decisions? Why do these things happen? And to think it's because, oh, if we don't do this, then the world ends is just, I I, I loved the whole idea behind it. And um, it's still one of my favorite ones to watch. All right. So there we go. So Cabin in the Woods, number two on the list, which comes to my Next movie, God, this is where it gets hard, right? Because I know I have two more, basically, this one and the next one, um, which means things are going to get left off, and that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I am going to go somewhat meta, somewhat funny with my number two. This would normally be what you put on the list last, but I'm going to put it here right now. And I am going to go with Shaun of the Dead Ooh. as my next movie for the list uh, it's funny but it is still a gory horror movie and it still fits the genre it just does yeah. it in a more comedic way than what's normally seen but you take out the elements of comedy this is still a horror movie yeah no i i, I agree and again talk about meta but in the best way like Shaun of the dead highlighted some of the best aspects of you know especially the zombie genre mm-hmm. um with a mix of british humor and I just, yeah, it's it's one, if not the best, I think, comedy horror movie. Period. All right. So then we come to your second item for the list. I'm going to go in the franchise direction. So I mentioned, you know, watching Halloween ends and we talk about other franchise characters. You know, you have your Jasons, you have uh, your Michael Myers, uh, anyone who watched NXT this week saw Chucky make an appearance. Uh, But when I think of my favorite horror movie franchise and my favorite horror movie character, it has to be Freddy Krueger and Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'm going to go with that. And honestly, I like my horror movie characters like I like my wrestlers with personality. And of all of the horror movie characters, um, Freddy Krueger is one who is, um, you know, he's he's comedic and scary um, and corny, um, but also just gruesome um, and relentless. And of all the kind of major horror movie um, franchises, I always am drawn to Freddy Krueger. Um, and again, I, I have to say, I think it's because I, I just, I'm, I always did personalities. And so he has the, the biggest personality of any horror movie character. Um, and he's still scary, but he also can be right. funny. 
And I think too, again, I, maybe that's why um, in talking about, you know, a cabin in the woods, like understanding how silly horror movies can be and kind of leaning into that. Um, I think Freddy Krueger has done that, but still also be a very scary movie franchise. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. So I am now, and the cool thing about this is we get to list things that, you know, we get to acknowledge some of the honorable mentions. So they will get mentioned. But in terms of putting my last entrant on the list, there's a cut. There's really two that I am completely torn between. But I am going to go. It is. It is a franchise. I'm not going to pick out one specifically. But it is. It, it's. It's as equally psychological as it is horror. It. It's. It's very um, situational. It, it all makes sense when I say it. And I thoroughly enjoy all of them, even though some of them are crazier than others. But the first one, especially going back, I will put on the list at number the fifth entrance on the list will be Saw. Oh, that was one I was thinking. I was always been ever since the first one I saw, I was just like hooked because it's because there's a way out and and Mm -hmm. people do get out and people do escape. And um, and and so it's it's there can be success that's found in here. Um, and, and so it does kind of also make you think at the same time. And, and, um, and again, it's that kind of thing that's like you, some of these situations in horror movies are so crazy that you can't see yourself in those situations. You can see yourself in these situations in Saw. And so I think that's where, especially in the early ones. And, and so that's where it, uh, kind of messes with your head a little bit. And that's why it's on my, my entrance on the list. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I I mean, the first one is the best one but the fact that the franchise have continued to grow and yes they become more and more ridiculous they have to um they have to be you know like that's how it is with franchises you know eventually they just grow to be so ridiculous and it just there's no way of really stopping it but hey uh, i think that that's also what draws people to them after you know so so long that you just you you always get interested in yeah. seeing you know what what's next what you is going to be the next series yeah yeah and the twists with saw that's one of the things i feel like this was the saw franchise did such a good job even when the movies were silly having the twist at the end and kind of knowing that and that being kind of their signature um move um and then what they're known for. So I dig it. All right. Time for your last one. Oh, this one. is so hard. This is so hard. This is so hard. The last choice um, can always be difficult. Because I, I, there's so many to pick from. Um, and what I'm not going to do, you know, I'm a very big zombie movie person. Um, so I'm not going to pick a zombie movie really? for this, though. I'm not. Um, just because, you know, I I just feel like that's typical. There's one. And again, depending on how you view this movie, this movie is pretty violent. And this movie still is considered a horror movie. But I think there's so many other layers to it that make it um, just goes beyond the, the horror movie genre and something you know, cult classic, psychological thriller, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but one of my favorite movies, period, um, and that's American Psycho. Uh, I, to me, it was one that I didn't discover until later in life. But um, some of my favorite all-time scenes are in there. I mean. Um, Patrick Bateman's love of Huey Lewis in the news like that's just like like while murdering people like that feels like that's me that speaks to me as a person Uh, also as a very big Huey Lewis in the news fan so uh, and I know there's lots of of context to it too but um, I just to me if I anytime it's on TV, I have to to watch it. And of all the other, you know, scary movies out there, um, this one is one where it, it's not just about the blood and guts, but it's kind of like that deeper evil as a person, and not a satanic evil, not a um, you know a 
paranormal evil, not even an extraterrestrial evil. It is human evil. And that freaks me out sometimes more than, you know, the, the things outside of us. No, it's a great addition to the list. It, it is really good and one that I think is great to have on there. And, and yeah, it did cause you to, to not have a zombie movie, which is somewhat surprising. So before we go to commercial and, and put this list in order, are there any that, you know, obviously you're so torn, especially at the end. What are some that you wanted to put on the list that, you, you know, was only six spots? Yeah, um, for sure. One of the ones I wanted to put on was the very first horror movie I physically remember watching. And I think I was like six. But I remember this scene so vividly. Um, it is a scene from Evil Dead 2 where Ash opened up this like archaic ancient book and he's fighting all of these skeletons uh, getting into the book and everything like that. And I just clearly remember that scene. And I remember how like that was ingrained in me and I never forgot it. And I think that was a deeper subtext of like why I love horror movies so much. Uh, so shout out to Evil Dead 2 specifically. Of course, a zombie movie. Um, it's hard to pick which one, but I know the one that legitimately scared me the most is uh, the uh, remake of Dawn of the Dead. Um, so the the one that was released, I forget when, in the 2000s. But that remake of the original literally scared me, um, mainly because the zombies were runners, um, instead of kind of draggers. And there is a particular scene when they are the the survivors are all trapped in the mall and there's a sea of zombies all around the mall. And I cannot think of any more petrifying feeling of literally being surrounded by a sea. It was thousands of zombies around them and literally nowhere to go. And I just constantly remember thinking about that and how freaked out I would be and just the the special effects in there is good the whole movie I, I love and really helped reignite my love of zombies um and then uh, there's one other I'm trying to remember I literally had it in my head I'm trying to remember it but I can't that's okay. You might remember uh, it as I go through. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some of the ones that I had on my list, um, and that was Poltergeist for me, like what you described. Like I didn't see it when it first came out at all, but but that was one of the, that's the first horror movie I remember seeing. Um, Candyman was one that that I had on my list because of of you know the story and it's a legend, and then it turns out you know, and of course saying the name five times and all that. Um, one that I saw much later in life. Um, then versus when it came out and when it had its initial popularity, The Shining and, mm -hmm. and the way that Jack Nicholson's character just goes crazy. Um, all of that. And then the last one, that's kind of a, I don't know if it's a cult classic at this point, if it ever really truly achieved that status. But at the time when it came out, it caused quite the stir and that was paranormal activity. Ooh, yes, that one. I actually didn't like paranormal activity. Like I felt, I didn't like the first hand camera effect on it. It's different. Um, yeah. I didn't, it's different. I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't find it particularly scary. Um, but the other movie I was thinking of that reminded me of what you were talking about with Poltergeist was the ring. Oh, like yeah. I literally remember watching that movie when I was in high school and falling asleep that night. And I had a TV in my room and I looked at that TV sideways for a little bit. Like, I don't think I was, I was never like super legitimately creeped out with horror movies, but that one, I, I distinctly remember that night looking at my TV and being freaked out. And, um, that was, that was a new to the ring. I could understand that. I could definitely understand that. So awesome. So what do you say we, uh, take a commercial and then we come back and put these puppies in order? Yes. Let's go pay some bills.
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, we are back with the second half of the show. If you just listened to us earlier, we are doing the first ever list on the hashtag Miranda show of horror movies. This is where Greg and I have compiled a list of six items, six things, in this case, horror movies. We have listed them randomly, and now we are going to put them in order. Yes. So you, this was your pit topic. You selected it. And by rule, whoever picks the topic is the one who gets to pick what is number one. And then we alternate from there. You just made the list. So to recap, we have listed six horror movies. Uh, I You started off trying to remember with Poltergeist. Yep. Then I did my first pick, which was Cabin in the Woods. Correct. You came out with a great pick of Shaun of the Dead. Patrick's going to be very happy if he listens. Yes. Uh, my second pick was trying to remember. Uh, gosh, we just so you, talked you're about You're learning the hard way that you have to write these down when we do them. Your yes. second pick, number the fourth item on the list. Was oh, Nightmare was Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Yep. And then I added Saw. And then you finish uh, things off with American Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah. So those are our six choices. That's all we can pick from now as we put them in order. So this is going to be interesting because I look at a few of yours and a few of mine and see, you know, a lot of a lot of ooh, things on here. And this is where I will I say it is not uncommon for when Patrick and I do the list. As we're ranking for us to take one from the other person, yeah. Essentially, steal. I'm looking at I'm fun. looking at two. One is yours, one is mine, and I'm kind of thinking which one should come first. I I'm just gonna go with with what I think is first. Some of it is you know the the OG. Some of it is you know again just my my preference. But I'm gonna put Nightmare on the Home Street as as my first. Yeah, no problem at all. No problem whatsoever with that. I am going to, and this would have been my last, had I gone in, in a normal traditional order, but um, if you were to sit down with me and be like, we're going to watch a horror movie you pick, the first thing that would come to mind is I would want to watch Shaun of the Dead. And so I am going to put Shaun of the Dead at number two on the list. Um, so I am now going to go with the other movie that I had in mind when I was picking between one and two, and I'm going to go with Saw number three. Uh, again, it really did like help revolutionize this modern horror movie era. And uh, again, like you can't beat all those crazy twists. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. Obviously, so for me, I'm going to go with the childhood and put Poltergeist. As number four. So you get to pick number five. I'm going to go with American Psycho for number five. There you go. Which would then put the first edition that Miranda put on the list, Cabin in the Woods, at number six. So in order, we have number one, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number two, Shaun of the Dead. Number three, Saw. Number four, Poltergeist. Number five, American Psycho. And number six, Cabin in the Woods, congratulations. Maybe it's your stars. Maybe it's your director, your producer. I don't know. But congratulations to all. You just made the list. Woo-woo. You've completed your first list. Oh, my first time. Everyone remembers their first time. Everyone remembers. Thank you. And this was probably Thank you much, much better than most first times that everybody remembers. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. No, Fucking nerd. Are you really mm-hmm. fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? That, that's pretty fun. You know, feel free to share what your six would be. What are your six top horror movies? Uh, you know, it could be your top scariest, your top goriest, 
your top franchises. There's, you know, top thrillers, top ghost movies, top demon movies. Man, there's so many subgenres in, you know, horror that you could do. I mean, we could go deep into these categories, uh, but we're not going to today because it's already late. Uh, we yeah, because I like purposely of- left out like thrillers and suspense movies. Because I yeah. didn't feel like well, they were I thought when enough. you were talking, I think when you were talking about uh, Saw, I think I thought you were leaning more towards like Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Um, I don't know why, but that that too is like more of a thriller, suspense horror, but still horror. Yeah, and there's suspense that's not horror enough. Like re- in recent memory, and I know they're making a sequel, but Knives Out. Such a oh, good yeah. fucking movie, but plenty gory, honestly, movie. if you think about yeah. it. And I guess they're coming out yeah. with a sequel. I don't know how, but I'm very excited to see that. Um, yeah, so yeah, a lot of yes. tons of options, yeah. tons of options, tons. Yeah, that's the great so thing about much. the list, was- and that's why, again, don't come at us and be like, "That was a horrible top six because it's not a top six. It is just simply the list we made on Tuesday, October eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Yeah, that is just a list of of six. So if you have complaints about what was there. Shut your dumb mouth. Because. You just made the list. list. Go ahead and make your own top six list. Let us know. You can follow us on social media. Share it with us. Of course, you can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter. So don't try and tweet me your list because I'm going to read it. But if you want to tweet it at greg at chair shot greg on instagram facebook and twitter and of course you can follow the chair shot at chair shot media on instagram facebook and twitter uh you are more than welcome to follow us we would love to have you follow us and share your top horror movie six list with us see what you come up with uh because, hey, who knows? There's definitely movies that maybe you have in common with us. You go in a different direction. I was going to say the other movie that could have been an honorable mention uh, that I completely forgot. Again, one that, like, the the twist on this, like, really threw me for a loop was The Others. Um, yeah. That one, such a good twist. Like, you know, kind of like me and Law and Order. Like, halfway through, like, I know what the situation is and you can't get me. But to the ending of the others was legit shocked. Swerved. I, um... The others, I'm trying to make sure that it, the others is the one that I'm thinking of. This one with Nicole Kidman yep. and her kids and they live in the house. And it's the one where they, they think the house is haunted, but really they're the ghosts? They're the ghosts. Okay. Right? I, so. They're the ghosts. So here, okay. And this is something that you and I have not experienced. I don't even know if we ever a chance to talk about it. There was a period of my life where I was notorious for calling these things out during a movie. And at some point during this movie. Uh, you would. In the attic, You would. You don't even have to explain this. I turned, you would do that. I turned to, to the lovely and talented Mrs. DeMarco and I said. They think the house is haunted, but they're actually the ghosts. And she was like, what? I was like, they're the ghosts. I was like, and, and the people they think are haunting the house are actually the people living in the house. She's like, you're crazy. That's not it. And sure enough, there we were. Remember The Village? I did. Yep. So we're watching The Village at some point. I want to say The Village came out in 2004. We're watching The Village. And it was just randomly in the movie. I just turn again to the lovely and talented Mr. Marco and I say, it's 2004 in this movie. She's like, what? I was like, it's modern day. I was like, it's happening right now. It's not like going back to our subway. And so then when, when the blind member of the community is going to get the medicine and they slam into the fence and then the cars are driving by, she's like, for fuck's sake, really? Like, this is that, like, this is what's going on. And then the, the last one I will share, this is, I love it so much. During the previews of The Sixth Sense, when Macaulay, is it Macaulay Culkin? Who's the kid? Uh, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. When he looks at Bruce Willis and says, I see dead people. The first time I ever saw the preview. No, you did not. I did. And she can tell you. I turned to the lovely and talented Mr. Marco and I said, Bruce Willis is dead. I can't, I can't. We never even went and saw the movie. 
We saw it years Can later, like on, on demand. Where she was just it. like, "There's no way," and I was like, "I'm telling you, Bruce Willis." And then when it came out, I remember the first time we had a friend go see the movie. She was like, "You got to tell me. Don't worry about spoiling it." Was Bruce Willis a ghost? And they were like, "Yeah," and she was like, "God damn what?" And yeah, and, and just for some reason, I go to those movies and and I pick them out and I figure out what's going on. You can and, tell that. Yeah. And those are like the main three, like the big three that always come out. Where I was literally like, and and the village is one that I was most proud of, but the others is one mm-hmm. that really jumped out at me because that was like I wasn't even trying in that one. Yeah, but yeah, it just happened. It just happened, and it was just like, and then when it turned out to be true, like the moment the reveal happens, everyone's like, <gasps> and I'm just like, see, told you, they're ghosts. So yeah, Long you time. are a storyteller. So they kind of know one. There's my story. Yeah. The last movie. Maybe that's movie, part of it. Maybe that is part of it because I'm. I'm I I'm think so. Honestly, I do. Yeah, I could be. I never thought about that way. Yeah. I'm literally booking that's the movie the in my head as I'm watching it. How would I, I book this? And then this is what happens. There you go. But I still remember the village because I, I was just like, there was something that happened early in the movie. Yeah. That I was just like, wait, that something's not right. About See, that's me. the thing I don't even pick up. So like when we were watching Halloween Kills or Halloween ends, there was a scene where uh, kind of the the newer serial killer was literally stabbing someone in the background in the dark. And I couldn't catch it. Like, it was still light enough where you can kind of see it. And Dom was the one who pointed it out. And Dom's terrible with attention to detail. So I'm like, damn, if you caught that and I didn't, like, I'm super stupid blind but he's like oh he's getting stabbed in the background and i had to rewind it and pull it i was like oh sure enough you could see him in the shadows of the background stabbing this person and that's me like i don't see the it has to be obvious in my face for me to capture that because i'm 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 the fan that's looking at all the other things whereas there's so many of these little easter eggs and little things you know happening in the background i will not catch that at all so that's why I think I'm a perfect uh, horror movie mark because I'm not going to catch, I'm not going to, those things will not get me, you know, it, it will totally go over my head. Um, but there the last, the last horror movie I wanted to acknowledge is this and things that, this is just a, things that freak out uh, Miranda is I think it's Final Destination 2. Um, or three with everybody knows this scene. Of course, the, scene the truck, the car accident, with the truck, and the logs. And don't you tell me that you now, you know, drive by a truck with logs and purposely, you know, move out of the way because, or you know, that has anything in the back, you know, in the trunk or truck because you don't want to be that person that gets impaled by a log or a spear or anything. And that's some final destination. Yes, and that is in Final Destination 2. Yep. I had to look it up. But yeah, Final Destination 2. I couldn't remember which one it was either, but yeah. But that that when when you change real life behavior due to what mm-hmm. happens in a movie, that's when you know it, it fucks you up. It's true. You you're exactly right. Like literally I'm sure, and I, I don't even know the last time I was riding behind a log truck. If tomorrow if I'm driving and I'm behind a log truck, I'm probably changing lights. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's no probably to it. I'm changing lanes. I'm changing. Yes. I've done it. And I will continue to do that. Ain't damn thing anybody can do about it. Well, Goddamn right. that does it for this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, follow us on social media at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook at Chairshot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Chairshot Media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, don't forget to visit the home of the Chair Shot Radio Network, the home of the Hashtag Miranda Show, the home of the Greg DeMarco Show, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Also, don't forget to uh, follow IZW on social media at IZW Wrestling AZ on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, IZWWrestling.com. General admission tickets are still available for IZW Presents Wanted Dead or Alive on Saturday, November 12th at the Horny Toad in Glendale, Arizona. 
Uh, make sure to follow on social media so that way you can stay up to date on ticket information, coupon codes, talent and match announcements, and much, much more. Uh, and of course, if you want to support IZW and thechairshot.com, go visit prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. As mentioned earlier, I will be taking a hiatus for the next few weeks, so I will not be back with you next week, but we'll be back with you in November. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to my Kingpin co-host, King of Shit Takes, IZW Wrestling Promoter, all of the above, Reverend uh, Greg DeMarco, uh, as always. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to always keep it soft style. Who are you holding for again? Need I remind you who you work for? Are you really fucking with me right now? Are you fucking with me? Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking window. War games! Of war games! War games! TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.